We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. As a new power struggle erupts within the New South Wales Liberal Party, Scott Morrison's right-hand man has been accused of trying to pressure members into handing control to the federal party machine. Furious New South Wales Liberal members have accused the Prime Minister's representative on the state executive, Immigration Minister Alex Hawke, of trying to impose federal intervention by stealth after the state executive was told their terms will automatically expire at the end of February. New South Wales Liberal Party President Philip Ruddick has told state executive members at an extraordinary general meeting on Wednesday that the division needed assistance from the federal executive to keep running until it could hold a COVID-delayed annual general meeting in late March. Multiple state executive members accused Mr Hawke of using legal advice as a ploy to take control of the New South Wales division in a self-serving power play. They believed if the New South Wales division was dissolved, Mr Hawke would seek to appoint an administrator to take control of the branch which has been plagued with infighting in recent years. The attempt to instigate the intervention is widely seen as Mr Hawke's latest tactic to save himself from a pre selection challenge in his seat of Mitchell, as well as secure preferred candidates and sitting MPs in key New South Wales seats ahead of the federal election. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. Sydney has been rocked by its first fatal shark attack in almost 60 years after a swimmer was killed in Little Bay on Wednesday. Human remains were found by rescuers about 6pm, almost an hour and a half after a fisherman first reported a person in the water had been attacked and dragged under by a shark. Distressing video captured by witnesses fishing on rocks at the north end of Little Bay shows the moments the predator attacks in a flurry of thrashing before the ocean turns red with blood and the shark and its victim disappear beneath the surface. They're being eaten by a shark, the man videoing can be heard to say. A big great white, that's a great white, that's insane, the person's still there. Other fishermen on the rocks can be heard swearing and shouting in horror as the attack unfolds. Rescue helicopters, police search boats and jet skis were called to the area and searched desperately until the grim discovery of human remains. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Billionaire Clive Palmer has told a defamation trial that he believed a law passed in Western Australia gave its Premier, Mark McGowan, power to murder him with impunity. The mining magnate is suing Mr McGowan for defamation, while the Premier is countersuing Mr Palmer in the federal court in Sydney. Mr Palmer on Wednesday gave evidence on his legal fight over the WA hard border, his stalled iron ore project, arbitration between the parties and the extraordinary legislation that was passed to block his ability to claim almost $30 billion in damages. He said his understanding of the bill was that it gave Mr McGowan power to kill him with impunity. 
That was my analysis that the scope was wide open and I acknowledge that murder was an extreme. Barrister Brett Walker grilled Mr Palmer during cross-examination, suggesting there was nothing in the legislation authorising murder. I reached a view that that's what I thought it enabled them to do if they wanted at an extreme level. That was a level of concern, Mr Palmer responded. And he has Tiger's bloodlines, idolised Benji Marshall as a ball boy and will proudly run onto Leichhardt Oval on Friday. However, Jamie Humphreys will be wearing manly colours when the son of club CEO Stephen takes on the Tigers. Jamie will be named in Manly's extended squad for the match and become the third generation of Humphreys to play at the venue. Stephen and grandfather Kevin are former Tigers players who played their best footy on Leichhardt Oval. Jamie, 20, is a goal-kicking halfback who also trained at Hooker over the off-season. He came through the Cronulla junior system but played under-19s and under-21s for the Seagulls last year. Stephen played 41 games for Balmain between 1983 and 87, scoring 12 tries while Kevin contested 43 games for the Tigers between 53 and 1956 scoring nine tries and that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph for updates and breaking news throughout the day take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au we'll have another update for you tomorrow The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus. Us on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.